Welcome to this very special edition of Arizona Opera Unmiked. I'm Joe Spector, President and General Director of Arizona Opera, and I'm so happy to have you with us today for this particular episode of Unmiked. And the reason is because this episode, uh, which I'm not sure anyone knows, but this, this episode in particular was the reason that I came up with this entire concept for this show. Uh, and the, uh, the idea was born during the middle of the pandemic. And uh, I think I was standing in the kitchen one morning, barely through uh, half a cup of coffee, and thinking about uh, an event that Katie and I had had uh, at our house bringing people over, having uh, dinner together, that fellowship that we were missing so much during the summer and fall of 2020, and reflecting on the fact that those moments connecting through food, wine, music, uh, all together, how special that was, first of all, and also how sort of isolated from the uh, regular opera experience those kind of moments are. And so it was with that notion that uh, we came up with the idea of having a program where we talk about opera and we talk about its intersection with elements that people may or may not be aware of that take place uh, in, uh, in overlapping between opera and other spaces. So in particular with uh, food, our subject matter of today and opera, there is so much overlap and I'm so excited to have with us our guest for today, Bo McMillan, a wonderful now uh, Phoenix Metro-based chef, Scottsdale. Uh, he is at Kala Scottsdale now. He's been uh, at uh, Elements at Sanctuary in the past and also, of course, a uh, Food Network star, beat Bobby Flay and Iron Chef, all kinds of really fun stuff, and uh, a guy who understands how um, food and theater connect together. Bo, it's so great to have you with us today. And our second guest, uh, although not second place in my heart, is uh, my wife, Kate Kinnan Spector, uh, who, whose experience as a chef goes all the way back to uh, being with her mom uh, at her side, learning to cook uh, in her kitchen, thinking of uh, Dama right now, and uh, who has created an unbelievable number of magical experiences for people, both close to the opera and otherwise, um, bringing people together through food and, uh, and making them feel special. And, and of course, uh, herself also a, um, a, you know, a, a trained opera singer, uh, film and television gal. And I'm just grateful to have you both with us today. Thank you so much, uh, Bo and Kate. Thank you, Joe. Yes, super excited to be here. Thanks, Joe, for having us on. <laughs> Feeling that uh, New England accent right in there, Bo. Thanks so much for that. Uh, so the, uh, I just got back, so it's probably going to be a lot stronger. My wife thinks I'm an imposter. It's fake. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Bring, a little heavier this weekend. Bring it heavier. on. Bring it on. That's what I say. So, um, so there was a survey done by Culture Track uh, that in which the respondents, 64% of the respondents said that they thought of uh, food, dining, and beverage activities as cultural activities. Mm. And so I sort of wanted to start there. How do you think about food, uh, dining, restaurant experience, or dining in the home, however you frame that? How do you think, that, how, how do you think about that as an opportunity for placemaking, for bringing people together in whatever way you interpret that. And uh, let me hand it off to, to Bo first to get us started. 
You know, it's, it's such a, it's such a, I mean, such an honest question in regards to that. My true answer to that would be, I think that's pretty much all I really ever truly think about. Like there's an opportunity every day and through my life over the last, gosh, I'm going to say 30 some odd years in food, it's grown stronger and stronger and stronger to the point of what, what my goals are through food for the day and how it includes people and how it brings people together mm -hmm. and what are we celebrating and what is the goal for that type of stuff. So when you look at it, it's, you know, it could be as simple as a dinner service in your restaurant and really preparing a team mm -hmm. to execute a service. And maybe it's a holiday service or it could be, you know, it's my mom's birthday this week and we have to plan. And that's, that's really in a nutshell, like how deep it is. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I have a tendency to talk too long about it, but I think that my whole life has been about the opportunities to please and to give. Mm -hmm. and, and when it comes to food, there's no stronger emotional connection you can make really to mm -hmm. start with people in life than that act of, of giving or sharing or preparing and, and all of that. So yeah. it's, it's my first language. It's, it, 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 and your passion for it comes through, Bo. And there's, there's sort of a vulnerability to sitting and dining with someone. There's a sort of a trust that people need to feel, uh, whether they're in your home or in a restaurant where, you know, you're doing this really primal thing, eating together, and it, it inherently is a bonding uh, experience. Um, Kate, uh, I, I am the beneficiary of your beautiful cooking on a daily basis. Uh, so I, I know a lot about this from your side, but for the benefit of the Unmike audience, how do you think about food and cooking as a social experience of bringing people together? To be experiencing um, sort of the euphoria that food can, can give us mm -hmm. and how that bonds us and brings us together. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's sort of um, always been my approach for how I cook for the opera, mm -hmm. when I cook for the opera. I think about, I want it to be like a hug. Oh, man. Love, us. euphoria, hug. Man, these are such powerful emotional words. Um, and, and it rings true. It rings true. But what both of you have said, what, and, and, and I think as it pertains to a theatrical experience, you're both, when you're cooking, especially when, when you're entertaining uh, in a restaurant and private dining experience, um, either in a, in a restaurant or in the home, uh, you're 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 thinking about a theatrical arc, right? You're leading from from the moment they come into the house, your guests, to the moment they have their first uh, mousse bouche or whatever the kickoff is, all the way through to the end when you're giving folks a hug and sending them on their way out the door. What are the elements that you think about? No pun intended, Bo. Sorry about that. What are the elements yeah. that you think about in terms of the structure of an evening, whether whether that's at a restaurant or just in the course of an individual meal uh, that you have to put together to reach that euphoric, loving, hugging climax? Yeah. It, well, you know, it, it, that is there's so many moving parts to the that whole situation, mm -hmm. right? And you know. It, it really, for me, comes down to people. Uh, you know, when you look at food and, and hearing what you're saying, it's like there's the ability to connect. And, you know, thinking 
thinking is is a major portion of the preparation that leads to the experience. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really that good at that. (laughs) Feeling Mm -hmm. is the natural ability for the experience of of what you want to showcase, right? And how you want to reach people. And Mm -hmm. so you've got to master, I think, a little of both. You've got to you've got to put that in. I mean, food needs math and science, but it also needs art and and, and, and sensibilities, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think I tend to, to, to really just try to, you know, be selfless. I mm-hmm. think you, you oh. think the goal would be to make it about the guests. I think understanding what you're celebrating. Mm-hmm. I think that one is creating the environment through that could be through vibe, right? You want to have, you know, the right music you want to pair. I always think about what wines we want to have for this evening. I always think about what the lighting should be like. I want to know what the sounds going to be like. I want to understand how casual it should be or should it be a little more formal mm-hmm. and a little more upscale. I, I, I really think about, I try to think about every detail because I want to be covered. You know, you said it. I think when people come in and they, allow themselves to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. The thing that you're trying to do is to take away that vulnerability yeah, and right. create the safe space and that common table mm-hmm. where people open up. It's yeah, there's a they scare. They want to they feel like they're hugged. Leaders. There's it like is, a trust. It's the learning environment. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that that that's it. And then when they feel like they that environment is yeah. you know, loving and, and a trusting environment and the vibe yeah. is there. Every, everything just melts away and that opportunity for enjoyment. And uh, I'm just going to keep coming back to that word, uh, Kate, that you, sh- you shared a moment ago, euphoria, that, that yeah. opens up. Um, there's, a, there's a story in every bite. The story you in know, every bite. Or, or, or in the opera, the song and the sound, mm-hmm. that's an opportunity. And I think that one is, is, you know, not to get off track, but think about in life nowadays, how many people might be distracted from their own emotions or distracted because of the high pressures there are just in the daily life. And you don't take time. You don't have that time to really understand that, you know, sitting down at the table with others and breaking bread Mm -hmm. is one of the most primal things that you can do in life, mm-hmm. you know, it's been passed down over traditions and, and years and years and years. And I don't want to see that be lost upon us. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that it's, it's even pre pandemic when you talked about food and you look at the evolution of food through restaurants, you know, I think communal dining had this big comeback mm-hmm. and it was almost apexing where you could go to restaurants and sit at tables together and, food was being more set up to come in with large groups and mm-hmm. pass and share. And I think, I just hope that really continues. I think that that's, that really, I've met some of the greatest people in my lives by saying hello and offering something, a glass of wine, a, a, a snack, a charcuterie and cheese, a, an appetizer, those type of things. Yeah. There's, there's so much there. You talked about the, the selflessness and that gesture and, you know, even though in in this moment of time, what we're experiencing in the cultural space, and I, and I include 
uh, dining and restaurants in that category, uh, reflecting on that LaPlaca Cohen uh, culture track survey, uh, I, I think even though the, the tendencies of people have changed over the last two and a half years, what we've seen is, I think, still people gravitating very powerfully towards experiences where they can feel that sort of, um, that, that kind of primal uh, connection, yeah. e- even if they're doing it in different ways than they did before. Even when you think about streaming, people are still wanting to talk about an episode of, you know, uh, Game of Thrones or something like that, or House of the Dragon, I guess, um, that, that, that there's still that desire to, um, to connect. And so I don't think it is going to go away. I think people's need for connection through some medium is, is maybe even increasing over time. It's just it's shifting directions energetically somehow. Um, yeah. Katie Bug, how, how do you think of, uh, you know, in the course of an evening, however you want to frame this, what are those elements that, that you, you're sort of stitching together to put together that, that trusting, uh, loving, primal, euphoric experience? I'm just going to keep layering all these great adjectives that you guys have given me. Well, um, you know, it, it, they, they come to me in different, in different ways. Um, so, um, Bo, when we first got here, um, we put on a, a party and I called it was it was a basically a pig party <laughs> type of thing. It was like bird cages and and butterflies. Mm-hmm. And I had dreamt of this party while we were still in Austin. Um, and I had created the menu. And Joey said to me, no, save that for uh we're going to use it later save it and we came and we did it here and so that that came to me in like a dreamscape like you mm-hmm. know literally like a dreamscape that that yeah. experience and we had we let butterflies go in the dinner party and and the children were young still so they were reading poetry and i didn't know how to hire a staff so i had my friends yeah. help me <laughs> with serving and uh, and stuff like that my like yeah. my miss bw from you know cochise came with her husband <laughs> and her kids and they helped me in the kitchen so yeah. um, Um, so, and then, and then other times will be like, um, if it's a party for the board and staff and a cast, um, it's going to be more of a free for all where the kids will be outside coloring with chalk and people will, you know, come in and see us that way and just come into our home in a very organic way. And I'll have things like, like like family stuff like I'll have Nana Dot's chowder and um, the way she did it which was not a thick chowder she did not do a thick chowder and um, you know and we'll have you know maybe her her um, chocolate cream pie that the girls know how to make Mm -hmm. but it'll be for 80 people so that's an experience of where um, people will be coming into a family home and experiencing a very organic family home um, thing. And then for um, for other events that we've done, um, I'll have like something specific where like I'll have think um, it's going to be French music. We're going to sing French music, Joey, and we're going to um, it's going to be we're going to make a bistro in our living room. Yeah. And I want 
I want to be singing on top of whatever's happening in the kitchen. Yeah. So I want clanging and banging in the kitchen. And mm-hmm. I want us singing arias in the front. And the girls will have to sing arias and blah, blah, blah. And maybe there'll be a ballet with some dolls. So um, and they'll have to they'll they'll sit through that, but they'll love it because they'll be eating this really beautiful food. Yeah. So it's an experience like that. Um, or I'll de- or I'll decide like my um, my brother-in-law and sister, they live on the Oregon coast and they get their beef from a neighbor. And so I'll be I'll be like, well, Mark, um, don't you think that we need to feature your neighbor's beef at a party? <laughs> like, shouldn't a party just be about your neighbor's beef? And and he'll be like, yeah, we need to do that. So Mark will come with his truck and his and, and a bunch of frozen, you know, whatever it is, chickens yeah. and whatever they they get from their Oregon coast friends and their wine. Yeah. And we'll do like a tour to Pacific Northwest. And it's just me in my kitchen. And um, it's not it, it's, you know, in my crock pots and and it's 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 fun, but it's fun. But it's it's super hard to pull off that it would be. And I, and I feel like I look at it and go, like, OK, you know, most of the stuff that I really do, I have an army behind mm. me to, to right. execute. Like I, you know, from a food and wine festival that we put together at Sanctuary and I think of all these fun events, I'm like. It's a little different when you're at home planning this and you have to put everything into it, but it's, 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 it's aspiring. And, you know, truthfully, you know, hearing you, hearing you speak about that and, and talk about that, one of the things that I love is, is ultimately just the ability to stretch your nation as far as it possibly mm-hmm. can go mm-hmm. and then build that bridge right back as far out through anything through the power of your own imagination and the willingness to create, mm-hmm. right? That you that you have, and then putting one foot in front of the other, you know. And exactly. I, I love that. I love that. I think, you know, for for us, as I remember taking the job with with Chuck Wiley when we opened up the, the hotel, and he said, "Oh, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single footstep." Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. always, always just really meant like I mean with the ability to want, with the desire, you can really do anything. And some of those events, when you, when you put them out in space, if I look back and I say, wow, I think about that, you know, I hosted a, an event called Master of Taste at Sanctuary. Kurt Russell was the honorary winemaker. He has a winery out of, uh, you know, uh, near Santa Barbara area where he makes five different wines. And Kurt's a, a, a wonderful actor, obviously, you know, 30 years in the business and accolades beyond. But what I didn't know about Kurt is how passionate he is about wine. I mean, it's a big passion for him. Mm-hmm. And so we said, what do we do to honor him at Master of Taste for Nirvana? The cool thing was, you know, most of your wine dinners, you come out and you have a chef and he talks about the forest and the guy talks about the wine and boom, 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 and it's on. And so we brought in five chefs from around the country, but I said, no, you have to create, you have to create a dish and then, and then explain why you made that dish that was inspired by one of Kurt Russell's movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those little things that then come out, you know, go. And, and, and I think that those are the things that you said. It's like really the fun. So many people want to be involved in me. It, no one really knows the work that you may go through to do it, mm-hmm. but they walk away going like, man, that was like one of the best times of my life. Mm-hmm. And, and when I think of those experiences, and it's got to be the same, like I mentioned, 
my wife has been begging me. She wants to go to an opera so bad. She wants to go to the Met one day (laughs) and she wants to go here and and there. And I'm like, I have to fulfill those with, I, you know, this is something that I want to do. But when you think of that, and when I think about the food experience inside, something that to me in this life, even in doing it, the hard work is the planning and the preparation mm-hmm. in itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it really comes down to it, when you have the best ingredients, and I find that sometimes it's the, the simplicity, right? It's mm-hmm. like a, a beautiful pasta dish, like maybe is like a beautiful, you know, a, a beautiful uh, uh, opera where it's almost so sim- simplest, simplistic that it's mm-hmm. perfection mm-hmm. and beauty, you know? And those are the things that I think like, I just, I just think that when you put that out there and have that imagination and put that work in, what you can create are friendships with people that will last forever. Mm. I, re- I don't remember much. There's a lot of black, blank tape when it comes to like, you mentioned Iron Chef. That was a, that was a blur to me, you know, <laughs> Bobby. Right. But if you said, Bo, remember when we were in New York? 17 years ago, we went to Union Pacific and Rockford Espirito was there that night, whatever. I can tell you what you ate. I can tell you what I ate. You remember that one oyster that just really was the perfect oyster. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know, (laughs) and really what that meant and how how it just humbled me, you know, Mm -hmm. and how it was just, or it spoke to me or it inspired me or, you know, all of those things. So, yeah, it's a a beautiful thing. And, 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 I encourage it. I don't, I agree with you. I don't want to see it. I think it's a natural gift. We look at this and you think people ask me so much, well, you know, I'm not a good cook. I'm not a good cook. Well, I'm not a good pilot, but if I got on a plane and took lessons and flew for 10 years, I'd be a good pilot. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to believe in yourself. Right. You've got to, you got to want to do that, 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 that type of stuff because it it's, you have the ability, you have your sensory levels. You have all of God's gifts right here. Mm-hmm. It's just, you got to get in touch with them. Our, our stage director for uh, the opera we're doing this season, Ariadne off Noxos, Chuck Hudson, says uh, that uh, the key to entertainment is organization uh, or, or some variation of that. And I, and I think what I'm hearing, um, Bo and Kate, is, you know, you have this, you, you have to have uh, plans. You have to have a framework that you're operating sure. on, whether it's whether it's Kate, you and the girls cooking in the kitchen with your friends, or Bo, you backed by an army of sous chefs. You have to have a, 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 a structure mm-hmm. that you're operating from, and then you need to fill that space with this selflessness, with this passion, yeah. with this you know creativity, and and mm-hmm. and you need to do it from an authentic place when you are the chef of the home and the chef at a restaurant, because I think people sense it when that authenticity isn't there, when it's not coming, you know, r- right from uh, this spot. Um, yeah. So pivoting to kind of our, our last topic today, I mean, we've talked about uh, these, these, these adjectives and these concepts that could just as easily have been about planning an opera, planning an opera season, you know, organization, uh, selflessness, um, this team of people that are that are just you know just pouring themselves into this work and 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 the same is true certainly at Arizona Opera we have all these uh, members of our cast a creative team our staff our board people that just every day are 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 filling that sort of vessel with with themselves and that's what comes across in a performance uh, if you were in in my chair and you were the general director of Arizona Opera this very afternoon. 
uh, how would you take these ideas about entertainment, about connection, even from outside of your experience uh, as, as, a, as a cook, as a chef, uh, how would you run an opera company tomorrow? What would you bring from the space of entertainment and dining uh, to, to, to help um, create that immersion and that feeling of connection, that passion, that euphoria um, that might be the same or might be different from, from what uh, we're doing today in the opera industry. Uh, and I'll give that one to, um, to Katie first. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> give you some time to think, Bo. <laughs> I know. That's a big one, you know, especially that he's throwing it at me. Um, I would have to say, first of all, Joey, I'd have to say, I don't think I'd change anything that you're doing. What you're doing is awesome. <laughs> Checks in the awesome. mail. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but I think that, I think that, that, you know, the experience of, of bringing people in and continuing to, um, you know, create an environment where, where all peoples feel welcome. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that we can continue to, you know, wrap our arms around our entire community and grow our opera family is, um, really important. And I think that's, you know, part of our, you know, personal mission for, you know, what we want for Arizona opera and the, especially the fact that we serve the state of Arizona opera, you know, it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big, it's a big thing to get your arms around. So, you know, I think just continuing to the way, the way food um, wraps its arms around lots of communities, just continue to do that and, and do it through with a full heart, uh, just, Go for it. Go for it. Just keep going for it, Joe. Just keep going for it. Okay. You know, uh, yeah. Just keep going for it. Uh, Bo, uh, I, I've got to call out the uh, New England Patriots uh, cap there. Um, people connect through art and culture. Mm -hmm. They connect through sports. Um, yeah. For any of those experiences. And, uh, you know, if you haven't been to a lot of opera, if you haven't been to Arizona Opera Performance, uh, maybe just reframing this a little bit. Uh, walking in that door the first day, um, yeah. you know, what is it that you'd want to feel maybe? Uh, how would you, you know, taking Kate's idea there about, about that big hug, if, if you haven't been part of it before, maybe it's kind of something that you're a little bit worried about. You know, do I, am I able to wear this uh, sweatshirt? Uh, is, Joe, is Joe okay with the New England Patriots? Uh, what, what, you know, breaking down that barrier, what would feel like that hug to you, like first time walking in the door? I mean, that's such a great question. And, and, you know, Kate and I were talking beforehand and I, I you know, to let you in on a little secret, it, it's, it's on a bucket list for me to come. And I know, you know, I met my beautiful wife here and I live for experiences. I'm one of those guys that I still love to drive and travel and, and nothing excites me than taking a new route and going somewhere I've never been before. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the opera, it through my eyes and you say, Bo, you know, you've never been here. You know, my, there's a, there's a slight amount of intimidation. Mm -hmm. There's a little vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, and partly my first question was, do people wear tuxedos exactly. and gowns? Like that was yeah. like, what is the proper attire? Um, and this is all perception related for the eyes of other people. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's, that's what people, I think that kind of messaging and in, in looking at that out there of, of making people feel comfortable will just happen. I can tell you this, that 
if I went to an opera today, tomorrow, and there was a lineup, right? And they, you know, they evoked seasonality or there was comedy in opera, there was drama, there was status. It was all compiled into one. I may not even understand the story through the show unless it was prefaced to me, but I would appreciate the art and the beauty. And I mean, and I'm getting older. I have five children. You know, I sometimes hear a beautiful song on the radio and I'm like, am I going to cry right now? What's going on? You know what I mean? Like what is happening? Because it's, it can be so touching and, you know, in different levels. And I don't want to sound kind of pedestrian itself, but uh, there was lyrics that, that, you know, as in my youth that really could, you know, you'd go, is this person singing about now? Sometimes it's just tone. Mm-hmm. It's just the highs and the lows and oh, it's just yeah. things like that to sit back and appreciate that raw talent mm-hmm. at its most purest form for me. Yeah. I don't know if I could handle it. I mean, my wife would love every second of it, but I'd be a, probably a mess and I hate to admit it. That's you know, great. Just, no, I love it. I think it would really touch me. Yeah. No, I, I mean, listen, that, I, I love that you, you shared all of that and, uh, and that, that's vulnerable to be able to, to articulate that and, and think about, you know, how much work we have to do if someone who has created, you know, a career's worth of, you know, these elevated eating experiences, you know, you, you, there's this kind of hesitation, you know, am I going to do it right? I promise there is no way to do opera wrong. And, uh, you know, to tie off with Kate's comment, you know, this is about welcoming. And I think if we obsess, and and maybe that's it, we obsess about how we can open our hearts, open our arms for people in in, in what what is the complete list of ways in which we can make people feel welcome to try it whether you know anything about the show the first time or not, and just leave yourself, leave the people that come to us feeling welcome and open to an emotional experience that is okay, whether you love it, you hate it, you cry, you laugh, you know, because when you're in that shared experience, whether it's at a dining table uh, or in a theater, that's what makes us feel like we're together. We take that first bite, that first oyster, that first you know, bite of a beautiful New York strip or what have you, and, we, and that, to, that collective sigh that we experience together, how special that is. Um, well, th- thank you both, uh, Bo and Kate, for uh, joining us for, I, I'm sorry, just beaming through this whole episode of Unmiked because of how personal this is for me. And I think, you know, how yeah. primal the topic of food and opera go together. Thank you both, Bo and Kate, for being here today. I just, I, I couldn't be uh, more happy to, to, to spend this time with you. And thank you for sharing all these thoughts that I really think um, we, can, we can take to the opera and figure out how to um, open our hearts more for new people. It, it means so much to I'm me. I'm so There's looking forward to it. I can't wait to come. And I'm, I'm really, I, I, I got to tell you, I just, like I said, keep doing what you're doing because it's a special place in this community. And it's, it really provides something that is, is, you know, that is a lifetime of work in a lifetime in, 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 in centuries old. And that's, it's preserved here for our community and it's, uh, it's beautiful. So thank you. I was honored to be here. <laughs> I was honored to be here. Oh, fantastic. Oh, thank you, Bo. And we're really excited to come out to your new spot. So, so yeah, definitely. We want to come out to your new spot and tell us, tell us a little bit about how that can be a part of our, our, our life and, and, uh, yes. 
Yeah, let's get, totally let's get easy. some opera in there. Yeah, yeah. We want to we want to come out there for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thank guys. you so much. We're looking forward to it. Great. Thank you guys. Thank you both. Thank you, Kate. Great to have you on a mic. Thank you so much. <laughs>